Did you know that you can find all of your sensual and sexual product needs at Lover's Lane? Loverslane.com offers free shipping always on all purchases over $49. More romance, more intimacy, more often Lover's Lane. Hello and welcome to the Intimacy Advisor Podcast. I am your host, Sarah TomTom, and I'm spending a lot of time right now thinking about desire. I have just launched a course called Pleasure Attitudes, an empowered exploration of finding your true desires. So I've been really immersed in this idea about How do we know what we want, what we actually want? How do we get clear on it? How do we act from that place? Letting our desires drive our actions or putting our desires into action. Naming your desires is, in my opinion, the first step. You have to identify how you want to feel and let that guide you. And once you start centering your feelings as a driving force in your life, rather than these to-do list style goals or material things, everything around you starts shifting. Just thinking, spending time every day, putting attention to that feeling that you want to have will help you start to manifest that feeling. So there are a couple tools that I really love that I'm excited to talk to you about today. And uh, the first one is the feelings wheel. And the other one is the desire map by Danielle Laporte. It's a book. She does workshops too. But her process is really helpful and in-depth and interesting. But if you haven't seen the feelings wheel, I encourage you, Google it and take a look at it. It came from the feelings wheel was birthed out of, there was a psychologist, Robert Pluchik, who developed one of the most popular emotion wheels known as the Pluchik wheel. This was in the early eighties. He suggested that people experience eight core emotions, which he arranged in opposite pairs on a wheel. So for instance, sadness and joy, anger and fear, and he assigned colors to them. And then Gloria Wilcox in 1982 pulled his wheel and combined it with some of Joseph Zinker's ideas of, uh, he was a therapist and he conceived of the role as an artistic one. And he also spoke a lot to feeling being associated with color. And so Gloria Wilcox set out to design the feelings wheel using four basic emotions, scared, sad, mad, and glad, to keep things balanced between comfortable and uncomfortable emotions. She expanded glad into three emotions, joyful, powerful, and peaceful, 
when you look at the feelings wheel, it's almost, it's got a flower-like quality to it in that other words then sprout off. And so the inner layer is a few words, then the middle layer is more words, and the outer layer has a lot of words. And you can take a look at it and really hone in with specificity, either on the thing that you're feeling in that moment or uh, a thing that you really want to feel. And this can be a daily practice where you check in with your feelings wheel each day and, you know, as part of your morning routine, how am I feeling today? The process of manifesting, a lot of folks who talk about this say to speak about things in the present tense. So sometimes it can be helpful, particularly if you're really trying to get to the heart of what you desire. If you're feeling like you're kind of in a rut or you're stagnant, it can be a good exercise to project what you want and to speak of it as if it already exists, as if it is happening in the present moment. So you can wake up in kind of a gloomy mood and take a look at the feelings wheel and say, I am uplifted and joyful today. And start putting that energy into your day. And what you might see is that it starts to shift towards those emotions. So by naming it, you're you're helping to put it into action. Now, of course, with anything related to manifestation and um, going after your desires, I think it is important to be clear and honest with where you're starting and understanding that if you've been in a real gloomy, low place for a sustained amount of time, to expect that you're going to go from that to joyful and uplifted in a day is not realistic. But journaling can be a great way to chart progress from one state to another to put these words down on paper also gives them more power. You know, I find that I'm someone that's usually called to journal when I'm needing to work stuff out. And so when I look back on my old journals, I'm like, oh, there's some negative feelings in here. It's a lot of um, things that aren't working or that I'm, I'm grappling with. And if you are someone who's really interested in moving more towards a desire-centered approach, putting down on paper the things that you want to feel rather than the things that are holding you back, there's an alchemy of sorts that does really start to shift dynamics. Now, the desire map by Danielle Laporte is an incredible book because she hit a point in her life where she realized she was setting a lot of her goals around, say, material things. I want this sofa or I want to travel to this place. And what was happening is kind of the same result uh, was coming back to her where she was just constantly feeling in a grind trying to achieve these goals. 
And one year for New Year's resolutions, and I I spoke to this a little bit in the first episode of the year, she said, okay, we're going to do it totally differently this year. Instead of what we want to do or what we want to have, we're going to think about how we want to feel. And suddenly the things that were potentially on this kind of to-do list style goals shifted and all of a sudden her life really started changing. And so she's developed a pretty involved process around how you can get to the heart of your true desires. One place that you can start an exercise that I like and that we're utilizing in this course that I'm teaching right now, Pleasure Attitudes, is take out a piece of paper and write down five things you want, five things you want to feel, and compare them against each other. Do those things that you think you want give you those feelings that you are hoping to achieve? If so, how are they supportive of, you know, one another? And if the things that you want are that are on your want list don't really get you closer to those feelings that you want to be experiencing, analyze that. Think about, ooh, okay, why am I attached to these things if they don't actually give me those feelings that make me feel empowered at peace, whatnot. And this is just a great way to assess your baseline of where you're at right now in terms of actually going after what you really want. Because you might think that you are, but when you take a look at the things that you're actually putting your actions towards, they might be working against how you want to feel and go about your day-to-day life. Here is a an excerpt from the introduction of the de- desire map. Typically, we come up with our to-do lists, our bucket lists, and our strategic plans, all the stuff we want to have, get, accomplish, and experience outside of ourselves. All of those aspirations are being driven by an innate desire to feel a certain way. Knowing how you actually want to feel is the most potent form of clarity that you can have. Generating those feelings is the most powerfully creative thing you can do with your life. And I really couldn't agree more to this point. This process can be applied to every area of your life, career, relationships, sex, uh, the hobbies that you choose. It's a simple reframe instead of, I want to run a 5K to, I want to feel strong and empowered in my body. I want to reclaim my power. And then comparing that against the goal that you've set for yourself, does this help you to achieve that? If so, great. If not, you then get to pivot and find the thing that is going to give you that feeling. Now, another element of this is getting really specific on how you want to feel. Because sometimes 
We use language that is not as accurate as it can be. And when, you know, wherever you put your focus is where things grow, right? Where your energy goes is what you see reflected back to you. So for instance, if you're someone who's saying, I want abundance in my life. Well, here's the thing about the word abundance. Abundance just means a lot of something. So you might say, I want abundance in my life. And suddenly a stack of bills that you didn't anticipate, maybe it's a, you know, red light camera ticket and uh, unpaid, uh, unreturned library book or whatever, you know, you might suddenly have some things show up in your mailbox that is an abundance of unexpected bills. So take a look at not only the things that are on your wish list, really look at the words that you're using because you might unintentionally be putting a lot of your focus into language that has some meanings you're unaware of. You can rectify this simply by looking up a word, right? (laughs) And saying, oh, wait a minute, I've been using it in this context, but actually it has this other, other meaning or other side Um, to the term that isn't exactly, it's not as precise as I want to be. And so when you are trying to tap into and get really centered in your desires, specificity is key. So I'm going to give you some examples here. One might say, I want to feel empowered. Another word for this would be powerful. So let's look at the meaning of those two words. Empowered means to have the authority or power to do something. Strong and confident, especially in controlling your life and claiming your rights. Is that what you mean when you say, I want to feel empowered. I want to have the authority or power to do something. Or do you want to feel powerful, meaning having great power, strength, or influence, feeling mighty? There's a subtle difference there. But Empowered is has this action quality to it that you have the authority or the power to do something. So if you're needing the drive to really get some action moving, that's your word. But if you're wanting to just feel strength and influence, like your presence influences the world around you or the people around you, powerful might be a better word for you. Or when you look at synonyms, you then find the word potent. Ooh, potent is a really powerful word, right? It means to have or exercise great power or influence. It also means that uh, potent is synonymous with persuasive. So if there is a 
quality to this desire that you're feeling that you want to be more influential or persuasive, then potent is going to be your word that you want to focus on. Let's go back to abundance for a second. Abundance simply means to have a very large quantity of something. It is an overused term to uh, represent that there is an abundance of good things, but it doesn't actually have that positive connotation to it. Prosperity is one of those words that does shift to a much more positive connotation. Prosperity means that you are successful in material terms, flourishing financially, bringing wealth and success. So now you have the material elements encompassed in the word. So is that what you mean when you're saying that I want to feel abundance? Is it specifically that you want to have wealth? and material objects? Or is it that you want to be flourishing or thriving in other capacities? So let's look at one of those words, flourish, to grow or develop in a healthy or vigorous way, especially as the result of a particularly favorable environment. Ooh, so this word for me has a lot of good feelings about it. You can almost like imagine yourself planted in a garden with really rich soil where you are just growing in all kinds of organic ways. You're developing and that the growth is not necessarily attached to material things. So this is very this process is really similar to what we see with the feelings wheel, right? Where you have these um, more sort of blanket terms in the heart of the feelings wheel, and they then branch off to more specific terms in the second row, and then by the third row, you're gaining great specificity. This process of writing down how you want to feel, and then going into the dictionary and the thesaurus and identifying the true meanings of those words, seeing what the synonyms to those words are, suddenly you start getting words that might really pop out at you and give you a great deal of clarity around those things that you've been grappling with, whether it is in your material life in your career, in your home, in your friendships, in your romantic relationships, in your sex life, in your role as a parent, etc. Getting very clear and specific about what you want. And then from that place, putting action towards it is, you know, really powerful exercise to engage in. Find your say three to five terms. I don't think it's great to start big. I think starting small or looking at different areas of your life and saying, okay, I want to flourish in my spiritual life. I want to um, have potency in my career. 
narrow it down as much as possible, whether it's like picking a single word or two for different areas of your life or picking three to five words kind of as your general desire map. And from there, think about what are one or two actions that I can take this week that help me create that feeling. Also, simply naming the feeling and then putting your, you know, laser glasses on so that you notice it when it comes up gives you a lot of really good information about where you should be directing your action. The goal here is that you get as specific as you can about how you want to feel. And then from that place, you can start identifying the things that you can do in your life to give you that feeling. And it is really powerful when we are clear about our desires and that we take action towards them. There is a real positive loop that develops here and can be the source of not only a lot of personal joy, but also growth. I wish you luck finding those feelings that really light you up. And thank you so much for tuning in. You know where to find us, Intimacy Advisor Pod on Instagram and Facebook, intimacyadvisor.com for the blog and lots of great how-to articles, loverslane.com for all of your intimate product needs. Until next time. Did you know that you can find all of your sensual and sexual product needs at Lover's Lane? Loverslane.com offers free shipping always on all purchases over $49. More romance, more intimacy, more often, never less.